0: We begin each Mass with an entrance antiphon. It's normally taken from the Psalms, and on Sundays we sing it, the choir sings it, and for weekdays Father typically recites it uh, before Mass begins. And these, these entrance antiphons, all the antiphons of the Mass, are beautiful, and they're integral parts of the liturgy. And the entrance antiphon in particular is there to focus our minds and our hearts on what it is that the church is calling to our attention in this liturgy, in today's Mass. And the entrance antiphon for today is from Psalm 31, in you, O Lord, I put my trust, let me never be put to shame, release me from the snare they have hidden for me, for you indeed are my refuge. This is a beautiful prayer that the church puts on our lips this morning. Asking God for help. Asking God for his help. And more than that, trusting that God will provide that help. For you indeed are my refuge. In you, O Lord, I put my trust Um, And when we read this and when we think about the snares, right, and the the evils that befall us, spiritually speaking, we're thinking primarily of our own sins. We're asking God to save us from the snares of our own sins. But there are other snares in our life, too, aren't there? One of my favorite prayers is the Jesus prayer. Sometimes it's called the publican's prayer. It's taken from Luke's gospel where the, the publican or the tax collector stands far off, right? The Pharisee comes in to the temple and, and offers that prayer, you know, thank God I'm not like these sinners, right? Whereas the, Pharisee, or the uh, publican or the tax collector stands far off and hangs his head and, and says, have mercy on me, a sinner. Uh, and so the Jesus prayer incorporates that. It's Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, and it's a simple little prayer, and it expresses such a profound truth of our faith, that our Lord Jesus is God, and we are sinners before him who need his mercy. In the Eastern churches, they, they use this, they, they pray this prayer frequently, like we do the, the Hail Mary. Right? They'll pray it repetitively as a meditation. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner, over and over again, and it's always been an important uh, prayer for me and something that I can return to um, any time I need to uh, reconnect with these important truths of, of who God is and who I am before him. But I we heard a talk once by a priest, and he said something curious about his, this prayer. He said that he advised those who were weak in their faith, especially those suffering with scrupulosity, not to pray that prayer. Not to pray that prayer. And that struck me as very curious. right? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want them to pray that beautiful prayer? Uh, but thinking about it, I think I know what he was meaning. When we pray to God for mercy over and over again, when we repeat that prayer the way that they do in the Eastern churches, over and over, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. If we think of God's mercy as only God's forgiveness, as only God's forgiveness, it can seem to us that by praying constantly for his mercy, that God has not yet forgiven us, that we need to keep praying to to earn God's forgiveness, or to beg God, to convince him to forgive us, And for someone who is scrupulous, for someone who has doubts about God's mercy, I can see how that would be Uh, A dangerous thing to encourage in someone to keep praying over and over and over and over again for God's mercy. Rather, they need to trust that God has indeed forgiven them. God does have mercy on us in our needs. And yes, principally that is the forgiveness of our sins. But we have more needs than that. And God's mercy is not limited to his forgiveness. He has mercy on us in all of the needs in our life. In Latin, the word for mercy is misericordia, misericordia, which literally means a heart for suffering. God has a heart for suffering, right? This is where we get that word compassion from, to suffer with. But here's the thing about God. Here's the thing about God. God in his divinity is perfect. God and his divinity can 't suffer because he 's perfect he doesn 't experience loss he doesn 't experience grief or sadness or remorse or anxiety because he 's perfect in all in, in every conceivable way so you know and this is something that we, we get wrong sometimes when we think that by our sins we cause God pain, or that we 're harming God somehow, um, or causing God uh, grief by our sins. Right? God isn 't diminished by our sins. We harm ourselves by our sins, and that 's how they affect God, because God loves us. And he doesn't want to see us come to harm. And it's this great love of God that causes him to suffer for us. How does that happen, right? God can't suffer in his divinity. But God so loves us that he sent his only son into the world to suffer and die for us. So in his humanity now, God knows pain In his humanity, God knows grief. In his humanity, God knows what it is to suffer. God has a heart for suffering. He has compassion. He has been moved by his love. When you love someone and you see them suffering, you suffer with them. You can't help but suffer with them. Not because you are feeling their pain, right? Their pain is their pain. It doesn't literally cause you to feel their pain, but you're moved by your love for this person to want to share in their pain. That's what compassion is. And so God was moved by his love for us to do that same thing for us, to have compassion for us and to share in our pain and suffering. So he knows our needs. He knows our suffering. And he hears our cries for help. And he answers them. Whether that's, Lord, forgive me my sins, he always answers that one. He always answers that one. Lord, forgive me my sins. Or whether it's, Lord, give me the strength to endure this trial. That's a prayer for mercy. That's a prayer for help. Lord, give me the wisdom to know what to say to this person. That's a prayer for mercy. Lord, heal, heal me of this illness. Heal my spouse of this illness. That's a prayer for mercy. Lord, guide over, watch, and protect my children. That's a prayer for mercy. Whatever our needs are in this life, God hears those and he answers them. Sometimes he answers them in unexpected ways. Our first reading today from, from Genesis, you have, you know, poor Joseph. Poor Joseph gets kidnapped by his brothers. He gets thrown into a cistern. He's having a bad day, you know. And I'm thinking of Joseph in that cistern, how miserable he must have have must have felt, right? To be Kidnapped and, and and treated in such a way by his own family members, those who ought to, by rights, love him the best. Love him the best, to be betrayed by his brothers, thrown into this pit. And then we get to the end of our reading, and he's sold into slavery. Now I'm sure from his perspective in that moment, that was just one more thing that added to his suffering. To be sold into slavery? To have a value placed on his life, twenty pieces of silver—is that all I'm worth? Right. But God heard his prayer. God, even in this moment, was having mercy on on Joseph because, through this act of of selling him into slavery, God was setting into motion the events that would cause Joseph to rise to a position of great. Power and not just a position of power, but then to be able to use that power and influence to save countless lives, to save countless lives. Right? Our psalm today, Psalm 105, when the Lord called down a famine on the land and ruined the crop that sustained them, he sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave, even in this moment, God was having mercy on Joseph mercy on all of these people that he would in the future be able to help and be able to be an instrument then of God's mercy. So God hears our prayers. He sends his help upon us, sometimes in unexpected ways. And this is where that trust comes into play, right? That trust that's expressed in our opening antiphon. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Release me from the snare they have hidden for me, for you indeed are my refuge. No matter what our needs are in this life, let us always, always have that prayer on our lips for God's help and God's mercy, and let us always put our trust in him.